let's do this. Here's another episode of Nothing Original as usual. Do not take my word for gospel. Season 2, Episode 3, Batman the Dark Knight Rises, Why Do We Fall? Alrighty, let's get into this. So the themes we're going to be covering are fear, self-destruction and righteousness. And the first part is going to center around the question, is fear the only pathway to excellence? So within the film, there is a conversation between Bruce and Alfred in which Bruce states, you're afraid that if I go back out there, I'll fail. And Alfred responds with, no, I'm afraid that you want to. So after the events of Batman the Dark Knight, Bruce Wayne is somewhat spiritually defeated. His interaction with the Joker was high stakes on the outside, as in saving Gotham, and high stakes on the inside, as in saving his future as Bruce Wayne. And Batman won the war over Gotham, but he lost the war over the soul of Bruce Wayne, and that is because Rachel died, which means a future for Bruce Wayne outside of Batman died with her. There is no reason for him to retire from being Batman anymore. And the interaction with Bane, therefore, is based upon high stakes on the outside, because once again he has to save Gotham, but low stakes on the inside. So there is nothing Bruce Wayne is essentially fighting for. There is no fear driving him, because fear is an impulse that is activated from the inside out. You fear losing something, and that drives you to fight for it. But Bruce Wayne already died. The future of Bruce Wayne already died. There is no reason for him to fear losing anything. This is also reflected by a conversation Bruce has with a fellow prisoner uh, in one section of the film in which he says, I'm not afraid, I'm angry. And the prisoner responds, you do not fear death. You think this makes you strong, it makes you weak. And Bruce Wayne asks why. And the prisoner responds, how can you move faster than possible, fight longer than possible without the most powerful impulse of the spirit, the fear of death. So Bruce's stakes are low because <laughs> he doesn't experience fear the same way he did during the dark night. There is no impulse for survival drive him and Batman's stakes on the other side are high. However, Batman is not necessarily fueled by fear. He's fueled by anger as anger is what Batman's existence is founded upon. And anger is to Bruce Wayne righting the wrongs. However, without the impulse of fear, there comes an acceptance of paying whatever cost necessary to right those wrongs which leads to recklessness in behavior. And that means not understanding the value versus cost dichotomy. So yeah, the, the lack of fear to die stems from Bruce Wayne already being dead, or rather his future, the prospect of a future not being existent anymore. That means he has nothing to lose. So he's also not going to fight harder to win because again, fear is activated from the inside out. Only if you deeply care about something, only if something has meaning and value to you, you're going to fear losing it. And like the prisoner said, fear is the most powerful impulse of the spirit, simply because it means that the value you attach to something automatically means that the stakes are higher for you and high stakes are driving you to fight as hard as you can to not lose what you value. 
So the next question we're going to explore further is, do we have to deconstruct the self in order to experience growth? In another conversation between Bruce and Alfred, Bruce says, there's nothing out there for me. And Alfred responds with, and that's the problem. You hung up your cape and your cowl, but you didn't move on. You never went to find a life, to find someone. And Bruce says, Alfred, I did find someone. To which Alfred responds is, I know, and you lost her. But that's all part of living, sir. But you're not living. You're just waiting, hoping for things to go bad again. So, like I said, Bruce Wayne died when his future outside of a life as Batman died with Rachel. Dying. <laughs> so many deaths. So... Bruce was forced into a position to deconstruct his identity. Who even is Bruce Wayne outside of Batman? Rachel was always Bruce's clear-cut answer to who he is. Rachel was the person to ground him in reality. And Bruce's descent after Rachel's death showcases that he never actually questioned who he is going to be outside of the life he wanted to lead with Rachel. And like Alfred said, waiting for things to go bad again, he essentially is waiting for reason to step up into the role as Batman again to escape living the reality of Bruce Wayne. And only after Rachel's death and Alfred's confession that she did not choose him, Bruce is forced to ask himself who he is and who he wants to be. And Alfred is pushing this onto Bruce because he senses that Bruce wants to use Batman as a way to escape facing that question. And only through questioning his life outside of Batman, Bruce can grow into a life without Batman. Rachel, ironically, in his mind, she was there and waiting, which means Bruce had no urgency to leave Batman behind. And without Rachel being there and waiting, Bruce can't delay facing his reality outside of Batman as he does not have the prospect of a reality outside of Batman anymore. Meaning Rachel was an excuse for Bruce to not think about what he wants and needs outside of Batman. She was the placeholder that kept Bruce from reflecting on his identity. And during the course of the film, he gets to interact with Selina Kyle, who is the kind of person that he does not have to put a mask on when he's around her. She does not pity him. She follows her own agenda and Bruce finds her cleverness and her demeanor amusing in a way, which gives the whole dynamic a sense of lightheartedness that he also does not get out of other interactions with people in his life. And that means that Selina gets to meet Bruce, like actually Bruce, not the Bruce he wants others to see and not Batman. And the reason that Bruce ends up in Florence with Selina Kyle is because he was forced to question his identity as Bruce Wayne, leading him to visualize a different pathway for himself. And reflecting on your identity is not easy when you're not willing to slow down. And Bruce never actually slowed down because Rachel was his excuse to not confront his own identity. When you have to slow down, willingly or forcefully, it leads you to deconstructing who you think you are. And only that way you can gain new insights on who you actually want to be. Alrighty, so in the last part, we're going to look at the question, do our intentions matter as much as our actions? 
when Jim Gordon and Batman have a conversation in the film, Jim says, I never cared who you were. And Batman responds with, and you were right. Batman is a symbol. He's not a person. Batman is not Bruce's identity, which is also the reason why it is so important for Bruce to actually facilitate an identity outside of Batman, which he neglected throughout his career. His career? <laughs> his career as Batman. In the first Batman film, he he says, it is not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Batman is a way for Bruce to act according to what he believes to be true and right. So separating Batman from Bruce showcases that Bruce is not interested in getting credit for his actions. Bruce is focused on the act itself, which is also very apparent after he returns to Gotham and has a conversation with Selina Kyle, who gives him the option to leave with her. And she says, come with me, save yourself. You don't owe these people anymore. You've given them everything, to which he responds, not everything, not yet. Batman is obliged to finish what he started as Batman's whole purpose is to be a silent protector of Gotham. So the reason as to why Batman acts is secondary to his actions. And that leads to an interesting dynamic with Batman and his main opponents throughout the three movies. So we have Ra's al Ghul, whose motive is a world in perfect environmental balance. So he wants to create harmony through vigilantism. He said, justice is balance. The Joker wants to prove that everyone is immorally and flawed. He has a nihilistic philosophy stating that everyone has darkness inside of them. And one of his quotes is, they're only as good as the world allows them to be. Talia al Ghul is the daughter of Ra's al Ghul and she is determined on fulfilling her father's legacy, continuing what he did. So if Batman's intentions don't matter, do the intentions of his opponents also not matter because his opponents raise valid issues about humanity as a whole their actions are flawed <laughs> i mean they're terrorists right but their intentions are interesting they observed the world and recognized some of the issues and the issues that they are pointing out are not necessarily invalid so if you have bad intentions resulting in a positive outcome, does this make you better than someone who has good intentions with actions resulting in a negative outcome? And the thing that the film sort of shows is that our intentions stop mattering if we use them as a way to deflect from our actions, or rather to deflect from our lack of actions. If our actions are a natural extension of our intentions, we're not hiding behind our intentions. Because positive outcomes or negative outcomes are always in the eye of the beholder. The same way good intentions or bad intentions are always in the eye of the beholder. Everyone is the hero of their own story. The problem arises when we use our intentions as a shield to deflect from actions or our lack of actions. Because that shield is basically used to conceal our hidden impulses. And that renders our intentions absolutely meaningless. And that is the main reason that Batman's purpose is to be a silent protector of Gotham. That is the main reason that Batman is focused on the action itself. Because it does not actually matter who he is underneath. It is what he does that defines him. 
So what does it all mean in the end? One of the quotes in the first film is by Bruce's father saying, and why do we fall, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. Alrighty, so he's editing me. Um, yeah, someone did not pay attention when watching the films because the quote is not from Bruce's father, but from Alfred Pennyworth. So, to summarize, the whole trilogy is nothing but a tragic romance, a guide for how to pick yourself up after your heart got broken. The end. <laughs> okay, we can only fall if the stakes are high and we can only pick ourselves up and experience growth in the process if we fall to begin with and that process is the process that will reveal how we act when push comes to shove a process that reveals our hidden impulses instead of letting us hide behind our intentions so that is the actual summary <laughs> essentially batman is about having faith in the unknown and second chances and that's why we fall anyway so that's a wrap up for now and the next episode will tackle pride and prejudice until then sayonara und auf wiedersehen